You're listening to Tarazi Tuesdays with the Bible is Literature. Hi, this is Father Mark Bulos, and you are listening to Tarazi Tuesdays with the Bible as Literature podcast. This week, Father Paul explains that those who are called sons and daughters of God, the insiders, so to speak, are special. Yes, you heard me correctly. You are special. But not as it is portrayed in our various theologies, or for that matter, any number of religious websites where special means better than others, or object of God's compassion. Only the God of Exodus could make compassion a word to be feared. I am delighted, in the spirit of Exodus, to introduce Father Paul on the Bible as Literature podcast, Tarazi Tuesdays. I'm going to finish chapter 22, and then beginning with chapter 23, it's really a difficult matter to channel to my hearers because, as I shall show, it attacks frontally the roots of theology and church life and its institution. Meaning that in order to bolster itself and its institution, just open any website lately. I mean, everything they are doing is great and for the glory of God, obviously. And all this is fine with me until one starts to quote the Bible, because this is not what the Bible is saying. And that's the difficulty, as I shall show, of the remaining chapters 23 through 40 of Exodus. But let's take it step by step and finish chapter 22. The ending is very important. Right, we covered this rape of a virgin, and I'm going to appeal to it, which is misread as though the topic is the rape of Dina, when actually the text is judging which is reflected in the name Dina, the sons of Jacob, especially the two eldest, and the text itself expresses, at the end of the chapter, expresses the mood of Jacob that really they messed up the whole business of having them live in peace with the surrounding people as Isaac did in chapter 26. And then we have a series of laws that one more time underscore the relationship. So dealing with God is not a big issue. He really sits on his throne and laughs at us. I mean, we are comical in his eyes. The main thing is how you deal 
with the other person and I underscore any Adam, not your brethren of the children of Israel only. And this is what we hear at the end of the chapter that wraps up this part of the commandments of God regarding our behavior. But we have three verses before that, 18, 19, 20, that speak of extreme sins against God. Let me begin with the third one, chapter 20. Whoever sacrifices to any God save the Lord only shall be utterly destroyed. And that brings us back to the first so-called commandment, the first word. Before it, we have something that is really at best disgusting and at worst really unthinkable. Whoever lies with a beast shall be put to death. And before that, you shall not permit a sorceress to live. Very important. So keep this in mind so that when I appeal to the prophetic texts to shed light as to how one is to perceive chapters 23 through 40 of Exodus. So it's like out of the blue sky, why suddenly mentioning a sorcerer or sorceress? We'll get back to that. Which is an invitation on my part again to ask you to train yourself. Do not try to find a solution immediately after you have finished a reading. And you could see how we fall in this trap whenever we preach on a specific reading. That reminds me how the late Professor Kesich, who was frustrated with the way the readings were cut out in the church. And we happened to be in the church at one point. And he said, Father Paul, Father Paul, this we, we need to do something about it. This is disgusting. I mean, this text cannot start here. It should start two verses before that. That's Kesich. But I'm saying more than that, that one has to remember the stories and then see their function within the rest of Scripture. And I shall come to this example of the teraphim in the story of Rachel in Genesis 31, that somehow a household gods, she took them with her, and people make their comments and so on. And no, there is more to it, because what is used there and translated as household gods is teraphim, which interestingly, in the rest of RSV, it is systematically transliterated as teraphim. Meaning that the hearer of RSV is not hearing scripture. The hearer of RSV is hearing RSV. And the connection shall never be found. 
because teraphim becomes important, as we shall see, especially with its linkage with the ephod, the most important ornament of the high priest. So you have three sentences here that are very important. And I said that verse 20, we shall come back to that. But then we have, it is as though a return to the dealing with the neighbor and more specifically the stranger. And this is what you have over three full verses. Obviously, the intention of the author is to put them in your mind, make them as impressive as the first three sins, which immediately your reaction is going to be, no way, this should not be allowed. And then at that point, the author turns by pressuring you with the care for the stranger. Let's read them. You shall not wrong a stranger or oppress him. For you are strangers in the land of Egypt. Unbelievable statement. So you experienced what a stranger is. So watch out when you are dealing with a stranger. You shall not afflict any widow or orphan. If you do afflict them and they cry out to me, I will surely hear their cry. Remember the story of Cain and Abel. Their bloods will cry to him the way the bloods of Abel cried to him. Widow, orphan in those times were not protected by anyone. That's why the king in the Psalms, is challenged to be the protector of the needy, the widow and the orphan. But before that, you have the stranger, very interestingly. I will hear their cry, and my wrath will burn, and I will kill you with the sword. Let's hear it again. It's God that does that the way he's going to do with the firstborn of David from Bathsheba. It's the Lord that will smite him. And your wives shall become widows and your children fatherless. So, in a way, as you shall see, it's a good preparation of what we're going to hear in the following chapters. That God is definitely not a NATO Papa. No way. He's a judge. And I'm not referring to the nine justices of the Supreme Court of the United States. I'm referring to God as judge. And this is his business. He's not going to allow you to be caught the way the justices now, as we hear in the news, are caught. No way. 25. If you lend money to any of my people with you who is poor, notice, it's not like any neighbor. 
you shall not be to him as a creditor and you shall not exact interest from him. If ever you take your neighbor's garment in pledge, you shall restore it to him before the sun goes down. This is an impossible text, but it is there. For that his, his only covering, it is his mantle for his body. In what else shall he sleep? If he cries to me, I will hear, for I am compassionate. And we have here the famous Hanun. But notice, he's not compassionate upon everyone, as we teach in our theology. And by everyone, we usually mean us specifically and not them. In this text, God is Hanun on them and not on us. And you shall not revile God, nor curse a ruler of your people, which is functionally representative of God. And then it ends with the firstborn, very interesting text. And it applies to the human beings and the animals, which again are equal in Scripture, right from the beginning. And this is what Judeo-Christian theology does not like to hear. You shall not delay to offer from the fullness of your harvest and from the outflow of your presses. The firstborn of your sons you shall give to me. We have here the word Bekor, which is the early one. You shall do likewise with your oxen and with your sheep. Seven days it shall be with its mother, on the eighth day, you shall give it to me. You hear the technicality of the matter. You shall be men consecrated to me, and in the Hebrew means men of holiness, men of taboo. Don't point to me to the others and tell me, how come the others, you deal with them differently? That reminds me of my father when he would be harsh on us and then the child of the neighbors would do the same thing for which we were scolded. And then we would tell him, why don't you yell at him the way you yell at us? His answer was, he is not my son. I want you to remember that. So I lived unwillingly scripture through my father and my mother. He is not my son. You are my son. So you are special. Don't compare yourself with the others. Not in the sense, as we do it in theology, that we are better. No, we are otherwise. And we better remember that. Therefore, you shall not eat any flesh that is torn by beasts in the field. You shall cast it to the dogs. Very important 
this commandment that is also extreme in the Quran, you may not eat a animal with its blood because in the blood there is the life of every being. The Bible as Literature is a production of the Ephesus School Network.